Hi, I'm Patty Scalzo, and I welcome you to today's edition of Shi'ar Jashub, featuring the teaching ministry of my husband, Pastor Greg Scalzo, and brought to you by the faithful congregation of Shi'ar Jashub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut. Today, Pastor Greg will continue our background study on heavenly authority by examining God's rebuke to the high priest Eli in 1 Samuel chapter 2. Today we're in 1 Samuel chapter 2 and verse 27. Then a man of God came to Eli and said to him, Thus says the Lord, Did I not clearly reveal myself to the house of your father when they were in Egypt, in Pharaoh's house? Let's stop there. We know about Eli. We know about the sins of his sons. We know about his gentle reproof to them, which we studied last time. And now, after all the sins have multiplied, we read here, that a man of God comes to Eli, and thus says the Lord. Notice a man of God. There's no other designation, no other name, nothing else we're told about this man, and nothing else do we need to know about him. And it should remind us, when we studied a long while back, of the one that was called the man of God, who went from Judah to Bethel and brought the word of the Lord and the rebuke to Jeroboam many years later. Remember that when we studied the man of God versus the prophet of God? That was sometime back in the series. And this would happen many years after what we're studying here. And again, the designation for that man of God who goes to bring the word of God to Jeroboam was simply the man of God. And here too now we have this man of God. He's not a priest. He has no official position. He simply an individual of God whom God gives the gift of prophecy. And it should also remind us back early in the study on heavenly authority when we made a few distinctions. We talked about the distinction between individuals who are in a direct personal relationship with God versus their descendants who might come under some blessing given the originator. Now, obviously, Eli and his sons, the whole lineal priesthood, is a result of the blessing given to Aaron. And they benefit from that. And they're in a position of authority from that lineal authority, that lineal relationship. But here is a man who has authority in a different way, purely based upon his individual relationship with God. He is what? He is a man of God. And that's all we need to know. We don't need to know who his parents are. We don't need to know what blessing was given to his great-grandparents. We don't even need to know his name. We just need to know this is a man of God and he's a prophet. We also talked about the distinction between authority, which comes from a special and personal call of God on an individual's life, versus that which is derived from some regulated institution some regulated lineage. You have the institution of the Levitical priesthood. You have this man that comes in just told he's a man of God. An individual who has authority because of his relationship with God versus an institution, an organization, a systematic authority which God gave to the people of Israel. 
One has one type of authority, one has another. And this man does not need an organizational or systematic authority to do the work of the Lord. Here God sends him, he sends his servant, whom he knows, to this high priest of Israel. Eli is the high priest to give the Lord's rebuke to Eli. Simply an individual of God who God gives the gifts of prophecy. Individual in a direct relationship. And you see this throughout the scriptures. Abraham had a direct relationship. The children of Abraham are blessed and they have a special place, a special authority because of that lineal relationship to him. But the only time it comes into the fullness God wants is when they have the like faith of Abraham, where each person then comes into a direct relationship themselves. And there is another authority that comes from that, even as Abraham had, from being in that direct special position with God. God knows them and they know God. And so the institution is not even needed. So here we have this man of God who comes. And we don't know what town he comes from. He just comes to Eli. And the word of the Lord comes through him. Thus says the Lord. It's a prophecy. And when you have a thus says the Lord in the Bible from a true prophet, this is God's direct word. It's a gift given to that prophet that when he speaks, he's saying the word of God. It's as though God is speaking directly to Eli himself. Thus says the Lord. Did I not clearly reveal myself to the house of your father when they were in Egypt in Pharaoh's house? The house of your father in Egypt. Who is he speaking about? Who is the father of Eli he's speaking about? The answer, of course, is Aaron. In Exodus chapter 4, verse 14, so the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses, and he said, Is not Aaron the Levite your brother? I know that he can speak well. And look, he is also coming out to meet you. When he sees you, he will be glad in his heart. So, verse 16, He shall be your spokesman to the people, and he himself shall be as a mouth for you, and you shall be to him as God. This is back when the people were still in Egypt. And God revealed the special position for Eli's father, Eli's ancestor, Aaron. Verse 28. Did I not choose him out of all the tribes of Israel? 1 Samuel chapter 2, verse 28. Did I not choose him out of all the tribes of Israel to be my priest, to offer upon my altar, to burn incense, and to wear an ephod before me? We spoke about the ephod last time. And did I not give to the house of your father all the offerings of the children of Israel made by fire? Did I not choose him out of all the tribes to be my priest? Who was he speaking about? Who did he choose out of all the tribes? He chose Levi to minister at the temple, but to be the priest, he chose Aaron and his descendants. So this father he's speaking about is clearly Aaron. We read and studied the consecration of Aaron and his sons. We read in Exodus 28.1 when it says, now take Aaron, your brother, and his sons with him from among the children of Israel, that he may minister to me as priests. 
Aaron and Aaron's sons, Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, Ithamah. And we know that Nadab and Abihu or Abihu died, leaving Eleazar and Ithamah. I have that up there on the chart for you to see. The third son would be Eleazar, and Ithamah would be the youngest son. But it was the household of Aaron that was chosen to be the priest. Even from back in the time when they were in Egypt, there was a special call on Aaron. And as the exodus happens, and as they go into the desert, they're given a special place as the priests. Now this may seem a subtle point. Why am I emphasizing this? Why am I drawing together the scriptures which we studied back a ways to make it clear that when the Lord speaks here about uh, your father's house, that he means Aaron? It's an important point, you'll see it as we go down a ways, and it's a subtle point, but he can't be speaking about Eli's ancestor, Ithama. He cannot be saying, you see where Eli is there on the chart, and Eli is from the lineage from Ithama. It doesn't make sense when you read this, that when he says your father's house, I chose your father's house over the other tribes, that he's speaking about Ithama, he has to be speaking about Aaron, going back Ithama's father, Aaron, the whole priesthood. And you'll see why it's important in a moment. The entire priesthood comes from Aaron. For that matter, the high priesthood starts with Aaron back in the day of the Exodus. He succeeded in the high priesthood. Now, they're all priests, all his descendants are priests. But the high priesthood actually goes to Eleazar, the older of the two. And then from Eleazar, it goes to Phineas, Eleazar's son. Matter of fact, we can take a moment to notice that Phineas, not Phineas the son of Eli, Phineas the grandson of Aaron through Eleazar, that because of Phineas's zeal, this is a section we did not study, against the corruption of Israel. And this is way before he becomes high priest. He becomes high priest, we read about in Judges chapter 20. But this is back when he's way younger, and back when Moses is still alive. In Numbers chapter 25, because of Phineas's zeal against the corruption in Israel, it says in Numbers chapter 25, verse 11, Phineas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron, the priest, has turned back my wrath, the Lord is speaking here, from the children of Israel, because he was zealous with my zeal among them, so that I did not consume the children of Israel in my zeal. Therefore, say, behold, I give to him, Phinehas, my covenant of peace, and it shall be to him and his descendants after him a covenant of an everlasting priesthood, because he was zealous for his God, and made atonement for the children of Israel. So a special promise is made to Phineas of an everlasting or a lasting priesthood. Somehow, between that time, between the time in Judges, I should say, and this time of Eli, the high priesthood flipped. And we're going to see that it was by God's appointment, because we'll read how Eli was God's chosen priest. The high priesthood flipped from Phineas to Eli, who was a descendant of Ithama. And the high priesthood now is in Eli and then would be through his sons. So 
This can't be saying in 1 Samuel chapter 2 when he says, I chose your father out of all the other tribes of Israel to be my priest. It doesn't make sense that he's speaking of Ithamar as though to say, I chose Ithamar as somebody special. I chose Ithamar as the one and from him only. Because actually back in that time, when he chose Aaron, the high priesthood went through Eleazar. So Ithamar was not special over Eleazar. The interpretation that when it says your father's house is Ithamar does not make any sense. You say, well, who would interpret it that way? You'll see as we get to the end of this section that there are scholars who do interpret it this way. And I don't see how they can. Because Ithamar was not anything special. He was one of the sons. He was a priest. When you talk about your father, I chose him special. I chose him out of all the other tribes. I gave him the ephod. I gave him the priesthood. He's speaking clearly about Aaron. He goes back to the time they're in Egypt. A clear, reasonable, untwisted interpretation of that scripture is speaking about Aaron. And so here we're speaking about the entire priesthood, not just one part of the lineage coming out of Ithamar. And you'll see why that's important as we go later on. You have been listening to the teaching ministry of Greg Scalzo, pastor of Shear Jeshub Christian Tabernacle of Madison, Connecticut. Our address is Shear Jashub Christian Tabernacle, Post Office Box 518, Branford, Connecticut, 06405. Sunday service is held in Madison, Connecticut at the Madison Memorial Town Hall on Meeting House Lane in Madison. Please join us next time for Shear Jashub.